Welcome to A Fruitful Life, a podcast featuring the teaching ministry of Rick Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. And now, A Fruitful Life. Hello, and welcome to A Fruitful Life with Rick Clendenin. Today, Brother Rick continues the message entitled, The Giftings and Order of God. His scripture text is taken from James chapter 1, verse 17, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 39 and 40, and Exodus chapter 39, verses 24 through 27. On the last broadcast, Brother Rick asked his wife Debbie to come forward and read 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 1 through 11, which speaks of the manifestation gifts, the second of three categories of gifts in this message. Manifestation gifts, he taught us, is a gift of expression that is given by the Holy Spirit to reveal the personhood of God, and is primarily used in a public setting. Then he taught us the categories of the gifts of the Spirit, and shared a story about how he was used by a different gift than he expected. On this broadcast, he asked Debbie to come forward and read one more time, this time from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1-15, through 15, which speak of ministry gifts. Gifts given by the Lord Jesus to the church, primarily in both personal and corporate settings. Then he used the fingers of one hand to demonstrate the offices of the church in a way that we can remember it. And now, here's Brother Rick. God was giving me a word of knowledge. Dale, I'd always been a tongues man. But if I'd have spoken in tongues, he'd have really given me a fit that night. And I said, you smoked your first joint when you were 15. And step by step, the Lord gave me this guy's life until he was 21. And by the time I got through, he was laying the floor in a fetal position. And he said to me that night, either you're a narc or you're a man of God. And I said, since I don't know what a narc is, I'm going to pick number two. Did you know he gave his life to Jesus and between that night about 8 o'clock and the next morning at 5.39, people had rolled out of that back end. They gave their life to Jesus one after another and I chained them together in handcuffs and took them to the first Christian church and baptized them. You know why? Because God knows what his problem was and he was waiting for me to get to a place of desperation where I would let the Holy Spirit speak to me outside of my comfort zone. Primarily, it happens in a corporate setting, but that day, God used me in a personal setting. These things are not concrete. I'm just trying to separate them so you ring clearly. Everybody okay? We're going to the third one now. It's in uh, Ephesians chapter 4. We'll start with verse... uh, Now back it up. Back it up to verse 6. I just want to feel like I'm in charge. But Ephesians chapter 4. Let's back up here because I want you to get a hold of this. It's really important. In fact, I just back it on up to 1. Thank you, Ma. I'm not looking. Is she still smiling? Go ahead. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you, that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. Now, notice that. Do your job. That's what it means. With all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love. And keep the right attitude. I'm breaking this down in Western Kentucky vernacular for you guys. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Yeah, let unity be your greatest decision. Stay in unity with the body. Why? Because it's there. He commands a blessing. 
You get out of unity. You get out of joint. How many of you know no blessing? Go ahead. There is one body mm -hmm. and one spirit. Yep. Even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Yeah, that shows he was from the south. Go ahead. <laughs> but unto every one of us is given grace. Oh, everybody say grace. Every gift has grace. They're gifts of grace. According to the measure of the gift of Christ. Mm. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Okay, hold up right there. Do your hand like this. I want to show you a little exercise. The apostle governs. Say that with me. Apostle governs. Prophet guides. Evangelist gathers. Boy, y'all sure are quiet. Pastor guards. Teacher grounds. Let's do them one more time. Apostle governs. Prophet guides. Evangelist gathers. Pastor guards. Teacher grounds. Acts 11.22 said, And the hand of the Lord was upon them, and they multiplied. These are equipping gifts given by Jesus to the church. Notice motivation gifts are given by the Father. Everybody say the Father. Manifestation gifts given by the Holy Spirit. Everybody say Holy Spirit. Ministry gifts given by the Son, Jesus. Everybody say Jesus. You know what that clarifies? Our God's a giving God. Every gift, every good thing comes from our Father. Go ahead and let's show the reason for it. It operates, by the way, from enduring faith. So in 2 Timothy 4, 7, Paul said, I have fought a good fight, I finished the course, and I kept my faith. In other words, he endured to the end. See, that's how you can really tell where the ministry gift has actually operated till its full capacity when it endures. That's what I'm so thankful for, brother and sister Parrish. Pray for them tonight, by the way, he's battling a chest infection. But see, it's wonderful how he started, but it's even greater how he's finished. I mean, every know that's when you can tell the real ministry gifts when they endure. Now, it's primarily in the context of personal and corporate. Now, let's read so we can get the purpose. Four. The perfecting of the saints. That word there means to equip them. For the work of the ministry. So they can do something. For the other than judge what everybody else is doing. Can I hear a hearty amen? For the edifying of the body of Christ. So the body gets built up. Till we all come in the unity of the faith. Ah, it will produce unity. 
and of the knowledge of the Son of God. It will produce a knowledge and an understanding of the purpose of Jesus. Unto a perfect man. How many of you know you're not arrived yet? Unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Yeah, don't measure yourself against everybody else because that's not the measuring stick. That I was talking to a man one time and I said, how you doing? And do you know the Lord? And he said, no, but I'm better than my neighbor. I said, there won't be much comfort when you and your neighbor's in hell. How many of you understand that that's not the measuring stick? The measuring stick is the fullness of Christ. That's what the church's objective is, is to reveal the fullness of Christ to the world in a glass building. So we ring clear. Go ahead. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. Mm -hmm. It will stop heresy from having root in your life. By the slight of men mm. and cunning craftiness, whereby they lay in wait to deceive, but speaking the truth in love wow. may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Can we say wow? Can we say it backwards? Smart group. What is the purpose of the ministry gifts? That we might be matured and equipped. What judges the ministry gifts? The word itself. That's why I wanted to separate these and show you the three chapters that I'm bringing this to you. If you disagree with me, go ahead and check all this out and see if it's correct. If it's in the Bible, let me encourage you something. Just forget about it for two weeks and go back and look. And if it's still in the Bible, you might ought to believe it and go on. <laughs> I've had people come up to me, Brother Cliff. It's funny. People come up to me and say, Bible say this. What do you think? Huh? I think maybe I ain't smart enough to give a second opinion on God. I mean, that's just my first thought. I had one guy tell me, I know the Bible said this, but I'm praying about it. I said, brother, listen, you could save your breath and go on and obey it. Because <laughs> if the Bible says it, can I just help you? You don't need to pray. You need to obey. Now, this primarily happens in both corporate and personal. Because the word of God stretches across all that. In a corporate setting, it's usually done by those in five-fold ministry giftings. In a personal setting, it can be done by everybody <laughs> that knows Scripture, that can lead another brother. See, someone asked me about teaching. They said, how did you start teaching? I said, I started teaching one-on-one. -on -one. And then I was standing one-on-one -on -one talking to this guy, and two more people joined us. And suddenly I was realizing I was one-on-three. <laughs> and then those invited me into a break room, and I was one-on-sixteen. And I taught at break time at Fisher-Price. My first pastorate was at Fisher-Price Toy Company, driving a forklift. 
I mentored 16 people every break, every lunch, every afternoon break. And out of that come three preachers that are still in the gospel today. I'm pastoring Fisher Price where our work was child play. That was our mission statement. What are you saying? I'm saying it grows as we step into that gifting and stares it up. Now look at these. Motivational gifts are given by the Father by the measure of faith. Primarily they're personal. They're given to motivate and encourage. And the individual recipient has to judge it. Manifestation are given by the Spirit by supernatural faith at the very moment they're being given. They're primarily corporate, yet they also operate in individual settings at time. I gave you the example. They're given to exhort, comfort, and edify in 1 Corinthians 14.3. But those gifts have to be judged by spiritual leadership. Why? Because if you stand and give a word in a corporate setting, and that word is not from God, then you can't unring that bell. That's why it says, see, all three of them. Did you know if you look up the word prophecy, you'll find it in Romans 12 as individual prophecy. You'll find it supernatural prophecy in chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians and you'll find that what I'm doing right now is also listed under prophecy so all prophecies are not the same thank you for joining us for today's podcast from A Fruitful Life we hope that you'll tell your friends and family about the podcast and if you like join us on social media by liking our AFL Facebook page or by following Brother Rick's posts on Twitter. You can also find us on the web at afruitfullife.org. A Fruitful Life is the radio and media ministry of Rick and Debbie Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. You may find out more about Brother Rick's life and legacy by visiting our website. Once again, that's afruitfullife.org. Thanks for listening.